1: Chad
2: and Zay. That's a nice little build on that one. All right, Chad and Zay with you on this Friday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He gets a beat ready for us to start every third hour. What do you got, Zay? This had a little bit of like something Eminem would have wrapped over at the beginning, but then it changed. I don't know. Yeah, this definitely ain't Yeah, no, they changed after that. What is it?
0: I mean, with Texas relays and all the stripper talk and "Make the stallion today, yes. this seems appropriate. Okay. Juvenile. Back that ass up. Ah,
2: uh, I see. Okay. The classic. Ju- juvenile
0: after you back it up and stop now what what drop it like it's hot
2: They're gonna <laughs> feature a little way by the way they're gonna be a lot they're gonna be a lot of women <laughs> that watch Megan the stallion last night they're gonna try to buy those jeans and wear those jeans that way. It's not going to work. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. You have to be gifted in a certain way, yeah. and uh, and it, Megan it, certainly was last night.
0: It's a different kind of jeans that yeah, she got going true. on <laughs> that make her fit. Well, them jeans. Well done.
2: You need both of those things yeah. coming uh-huh. together. All right, so the Juvenile Beat gets us started this hour. Let's head to the Vaqueros Cafe Cantina Hotline each and every Friday about this time. We effort... The man known as Jeff Ketchum. And this week, we have won the Ketchum Lottery. Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, at GKKetch on Twitter. Mr. Ketchum, how are you?
1: I'm good, man. It's Goblet Weekend. I love to be in Austin, <laughs> Texas on this weekend so that I can get a nice little spot at a table somewhere where I can just watch the crowd. I love Texas Relays Weekend, and I love dudes that just show up with goblets in hand, ready to get their drink on. They don't need your cup. They don't want your cup. Pour it in the goblet and let them go.
2: Are the goblets hooked onto chains as well? Like, so we we don't have to, do we do that? Because we need to have the hands free sometimes, right? It makes it easier, for yeah, sure. right. Yeah. That's
1: the way but I would do it.
2: would my goblet go? Oh, it's around my neck. I'm good. I would go I would go flavor <laughs> flavor Flav goblet style. I would go goblet on a chain is what I would do. That's the way I would do it.
1: There have been worse ways to spend a Texas Relays weekend, Chad.
2: Let me tell you that. Absolutely. That is good, good stuff. Um, all right, catch. So we are closing in uh, pretty quickly here on spring game for football and uh, just had a big junior day for Texas. So in the last uh, – let's start with a recruiting question here because in the last cycle, obviously there was such a you know an attention put on Arch Manning I've been thinking of this question, and I haven't asked it of anyone yet. I'll ask it of you. You've been covering recruiting, obviously, for a long, long time. So of everybody that came in on this Junior Day, is there like one target that you know for Zay and all the Longhorn fans out there, if you could gift them with one and say, oh, my God, if that guy comes to Texas, you're good. You'll love him. It'll be great. You'll never look back. Is there one of those for you that was in this group for Junior Day?
1: Yeah, I think the obvious one is Duncanville edge rusher Colin Simmons. Okay. He is, and Chad, you'll appreciate that you've asked this. There aren't many guys in the history of college football recruiting from the state of Texas that fit his kind of physical makeup, which is he's like 6'3", 220, 225. It's kind of a classic tweener. And the guys that, that make it, Usually, are guys that are historically good, and the most famous of all would be Von Miller. Mm. There are just very few guys in the history of recruiting, let's say the last 20, 25 years, that can make the adjustment from 6'3, 210, 215 ish, like Von Miller was at DeSoto, and then it just doesn't matter because you're that bad of a dude on the field. Colin Simmons is kind of the high school version of that. He's an absolutely dominating player from Duncanville High School. Um, I mean, he's he's won everything that can be won. He's made all of the plays. He, pro- he has a body type that is similar to a Vaughn Miller. Um, the statistics say that you can't suck and be that kind of build. But if you're exceptional, you've got a chance to be exceptional no matter what. And Colin Simmons was a, is the five-star defender in this state this season. He's the guy that everybody's fighting over. He's been to Texas five times wow. in the last 12 months. But he had not been since the season. So this is really the first time of 2023. I think the Longhorns are in a really good position. LSU's the favorite. They're the betting favorite. But I think there's been a cluster of teams that you wonder who would emerge as the team that – to battle LSU for. Now look, Colin Sims is going to A&M this weekend. He's going, he, he's got trips planned where he will go other places. I think USC scheduled at the end of the month, but Texas has really emerged, I think as one of the favorites. I wouldn't say they're the favorite. Cause again, I think LSU is the betting favorite, but Texas is right there. And I think last weekend really helped their chances. Now again, five times in the last 12 months, they'll get him back on campus again for an official visit in almost all likelihood. And then if you could just get him on campus for a game in the, in the fall and maybe at one of your summer events, like you just want to keep on racking up the visits and getting him on campus and appreciating what it is that you're offering, and they've been able to do it with him. He's visited Texas more than any other school. doesn't mean that they're definitely going to get him, but I do think... It definitely means they position themselves to be a primary option for him. And if you're Texas, I think you feel like you've you've made up some ground and you've done some good in the last six months or so.
0: Hmm. Catch there's another scrimmage going down tomorrow, and you know, right now there hasn't been any injuries, knock on wood. I know certain guys are sitting out to recover from previous injuries, but right How now
1: How dare you say <laughs> that out
0: loud? How dare you? I know, I know. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. But with this defense, (laughs) you hear about this defensive line really thriving right now, and that's without Keandre Coburn and Morrow. And you know all the other guys they lost, from Damarion Overshone, Anthony Cook, Deshaun Jamison. Can this defense be as good, and if not better, this upcoming season? Maybe. Um, I
1: don't think they're anywhere near as good as they were at this time you know, real low-key, I remember this time last year I was telling people, you know, this defense really has like six or eight pro guys on it. And it had sucked the year before, but it didn't mean that there wasn't talent available. And then you just, now we look back on it, and you're like, okay, well, the head Jalen Ford and DeMarvion Overshown, and you go through the defensive line with Coburn and and Sweat, and Moro Jomo, and you look in that secondary, and you can start counting guys that will have an opportunity to play on Sunday. This defense is not void of talent. I think they've got a guy in Baron Sorrell at defensive end that has a chance to be an all-Big 12-type player. I think that you can talk about some of the interior guys. Can they make that step? Obviously, Jalen Ford was an All-American a year ago. I think it's a really talented secondary, yet they are – really young and unproven at that edge spot opposite Baron Sorrell. So is it going to be Ethan Burke? Is it going to be Justice Finkley? Is Colton Bassett, the true freshman from Westlake? Is he going to make an impact? They're really unproven. And, and so unproven that people forget that Ovio Gofu a year ago was the guy at this edge position. He played over 700 snaps. He was better than Ray Thornton the year before him. But not good enough that he had a season that he could go pro with, and not a season that would really allow him to come back to Texas and and play another year to get that kind of workload. So he goes to LSU. They're just unproven there. I think they're unproven at linebacker next to Jalen Ford. I I cringe and flinch a little bit at some of the names that are rolled out there right now while they wait for some of these young guys like an Anthony Hill to develop. So I've got questions, you know. I mean, they're, they're counting on guys, take a lot of guys on that defense taking steps forward. And if we learned anything following Texas football for the better part of the last decade plus, just because guys come back doesn't mean that they get better. And so I think that what we'll be watching into the fall will be how many guys get better, how many guys really take steps forward. Forward, is Byron Murphy a dude or is he a guy? And a year ago, he was okay, but now that Coburn and 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 Morrowa Jomo are gone, they need guys that haven't been dudes to step up and be at that level. And it's a lot of guys. I mean, they need, you know, they want Sorrell to take the next step, and they want those defensive tackles to be as good as Coburn and Morrowa Jomo were a year ago. And you need a, a buck to step up and be better than what Ovio Gofu was here. The secondary—you're looking for guys to be better than they were a year ago. It's a huge task for this coaching staff for Pete Kwakowski to take a huge swath of guys and make them all better. Twelve months over, it can be done, but I don't take it for granted that by the time this team goes to Tuscaloosa that we're talking about a defense that's on the same level as the one that played against Alabama a year ago.
0: Yeah, only lost by one in that game. They were right there. Just uh, Anthony Cook missed – or, excuse me, Ryan Watts missed tackle. But... Well, you were just bringing up everything yeah, today, what, aren't what you? Yeah, me say. We're just, just he's bringing right stuff up. There. Tackle him. <laughs> tackle him. We win that game. Change the season. That's just like that. That is Zay. Just that's like not, that. Not that's anyway, Zay saying that. let's go to more just disappointment. This basketball <laughs> team catch. I mean, Rodney Terry, the higher, that's great. I'm happy for him. Five years, 15 mil. But, man, the Miami game, you're up by 13, 10 minutes, to go, and then just one of the biggest collapses in Texas, that sports history, you got Jordan Miller just didn't miss a shot then you got them coming back the Brock Cunningham foul, O'Meara bump, just crashing in the Marcus Carr so many things happening, what did you think of that game and the Rodney Terry hire?
1: Okay, two things. One, you brought this up, not me. Like, come on, we're five days removed. Are you just going to keep picking the scab? I mean... We're trying to get over something, and you're like, you know, that thing that we weren't (laughs) talking about earlier, let's talk about that in depth. I know, I know. I I want to say thank you. I do want to use this opportunity to thank you because... I made some pretty big predictions a week ago, and you didn't mention them, so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this game against Houston, I don't
0: know why I'm going Bill Cosby here. Is the yeah, don't game go that's Bill. <laughs> that's the wrong person to be. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I know, but we're
1: talking about a game that nobody wants to talk about anymore. Uh, so, you know, take that with your jello pudding pop. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the right team won. The team that, in the final eight minutes, final four minutes, they 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 made the plays. And, you know, maybe this was a better way to go out. Because it really would have... You, you can wrap your head around, you know what? They didn't perform. They didn't make shots. They turned the ball over. They did things in that final ten minutes with a double-digit lead that they hadn't done in weeks, but that's better than going toe-to-toe with the team, making shot for shot, and then feeling like something happens. Like you know, It's like that thing in football. It's like, oh, well, they just got the ball last. doesn't feel like you've necessarily lost. That, I think, takes a long time to get over. We've seen Texas teams in the past run into teams that they just weren't better than, whether it be Memphis in 2008, whether – It'd be LSU and a couple of different times in games before that. Ultimately, Texas wasn't better than Miami on Sunday. And it sucks because I think we all thought they were, and I think we looked at that game for the first 30 minutes and thought they were. But in the biggest moments of that game, they just didn't perform. And so it's real hard for me to look back at the game and think what could have, should have been. The best players on that team failed at the moment where – the. the the heat was the hottest and that's the way it goes sometimes. And I, it's hard not to think the advantage that we didn't talk about in a matchup between these two teams enough was that Miami had been in that exact, exact same spot in the elite eight the year before. They'd stewed on that a little bit and they were better for it in this particular matchup. It makes me think that if in 12 months time that Texas is back in that spot, Maybe you'll see a Miami-type reaction from Texas in that, you know what, they have been there before, and the guys that come back will remember the taste and they'll remember what it it meant to not deliver the goods when that game was tied with four minutes to go. I think that we'll see. We're at this next step now of Texas basketball, where Rodney Terry is the full-time coach. What kind of team can he build? without Chris Beard there to do it with all due respect for him, now it's his show. And I think that the cool thing is, I think there's a great anticipation to see from Texas fans what happens next. I've got people on Orange Bloods who've said things to me on the message board today, as a matter of fact, who said, I'm kind of more interested in what Rodney Terry is doing in the portal than what Steve Sarkeesian is doing in recruiting. Now, I don't think that's a... Majority opinion, but to even hear people say that a little bit is a sign, I think, of what this team created, what the players and the coaches have done from a momentum standpoint, and and now we'll see. I mean, it's Rodney Terry's shot. Nobody, he will never be able. He will not go do his deathbed in 50 years from now. Which presumably he'd be like 100. That'd be a long time to live, and. Say God, I've never got a chance. I never I never got that job that gave me a chance to truly fulfill the dreams that I've had since I was young. This is it. It's, 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 I don't know if it's the right hire, but I know that he's earned the shot to prove it to us that it was. Uh, and the worst-case scenario would be in two or three years it doesn't work out. And if you're Chris Del Conte, you're in a position where maybe the landscape for hires looks better than it did this year. Because I will say this and I know we're probably up against it time-wise, but if Rodney Terry hadn't pulled off the run with this team that he had, what would Texas have done from a hiring standpoint? What if what if they just had gone out in the round of 32 and, you know, just been pretty good but not as good as they were? I think Del Conte would have been left in a landscape where there wasn't the obvious hire to make. So in a weird way... Rodney Terry became a hell of a fallback position. And I don't mean to necessarily call him that in the sense that we traditionally think of it, but in a world where an alternative universe where he didn't do and the team didn't do what they did, who's the Texas coach right now? There's no obvious answer. I, I, you know, I think everybody that they might have had an interest in had some warts, had some things that happened along the way that wouldn't have made them the making look who we hired move so either Rod and terry can go be great or in a few years from now if it doesn't happen and look texas basketball has been in a desert for kind of a long time um maybe the landscape looks a little bit better i think it worked out for texas really well because i think there's a world out there where they would have had to go out and get somebody and maybe even that person would have been a bigger question mark than Rod and terry
2: so, catch. speaking of being in the desert, uh, the idea just popped in my head for the student body and Moody Center. Uh, I think it was Zay who I heard first talk about how much Rodney Terry kind of has the Giancarlo Esposito-Gus Gu- Fring thing going on. People need to start bringing fatheads of Gus Fring to games. They need to start bringing big oh. blowups of Gus Fring's face, the serious <laughs> look on his face, th- and they need to start playing clips from Breaking Bad during games. That's my idea. What do you think?
1: I, I love it. You mean you got to sell me? Yeah. I know, you're <laughs> I mean, right. You're, you're I realize
2: you're pitching it to me. Yeah. But I'm,
1: I'm, I'm. think about all of this, like, what could of not just Gus, Gus heads. Yeah. You can have <laughs> heads of everybody from the show On there.
2: I'm I'm, I'm with that. Yes. There you go. (laughs) There you go. And then uh, local chicken place could do a special, you know, what is it? Poyos Hermanos uh, edition. It'd be great. All right. uh, That is Jeff Ketchum. Check out com at GK. If you hit 100 points,
1: you get. You get the chicken exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! And I, and and one of these Halloween's, they got to get him to dress up in like the yellow shirt and to do the glasses and all that oh, stuff. Man. He would be a perfect Giancarlo for Halloween. Can- how bad do you think it was during? I look, Zay. I once went to a Baltimore Orioles
1: game, and when I went to the concession stand, a woman asked for my autograph because she thought that I. Was the bald guy from Vic Mackey? <laughs> what she thought, she thought that's who I was. <laughs> do you think that that do you think prior to this season where he truly becomes known, how many times do you think he's gone out and had somebody ask for his autograph because they they think he's from Breaking Bad?
2: Yeah. I I gotta think at least a half dozen times easy. That could be wild. And then is he? And then will it go the other way where Giancarlo Esposito is going to have somebody walk up and say, "Coach, can I get your autograph?" Are we were going to have that. We're going to have that, that too. Uh, he's walking around places and they're like, "Hook 'em horns," yeah. and he's like, uh, <laughs> "Hook 'em horns." He turns to an assistant and says, Can you look up Rodney Terry? Did somebody just call me Coach Terry? <laughs> what is going on here? Uh catch, we always appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend. You
1: got it. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks, uh, don't
2: forget your goblets. No. Nope. You go thingy- Goblet time. Gotta have it. Good stuff. And Thanks. and it's sort of like the in in a way, it's like the the Indiana Jones uh was it the third Indiana Jones with the holy grail? You gotta either go yes. super simple or really ornate. Right? You can't go Screw that. Go bold. Yeah. Ask I, yourself if Megan the
1: Stallion is out here in the street,
2: yeah. which
1: goblet <laughs> man is she picking?
2: Yeah. Well that's easy. She wants one with an Astros logo on it. Cause she's all Oof. right now she's all Astros. That was that was impressive stuff. All, impressive
1: all stuff. Astros, I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mean to
2: do that. Didn't even mean to do that. It just it just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> catch. Thanks, catch. Oh, my God. I, I swear I didn't even mean to do that. All right, so uh, there's Jeff catching for you, kids. We do it every Friday about this time. Colin Simmons, Duncanville edge rusher. I got to go check out some of the video Dude, on he's him. He's
0: scary, man. I
2: keep hearing so many good things. I need to go watch the video. That's an interesting comparison to talking about Von Miller and what he ultimately became so uh, that's, uh, that's kind of interesting to hear if you're a Texas fan and speaking of Texas football 27 days till that draft and we'll find out where B. John Robinson ends up, only 15 days till the Texas spring game coming up, it's Why Today Matters apparently there was a proposal story in the world of sports that went really wrong, Zay's gonna tell you about it next on The Horn Jad and say
0: thumbing throw a whole nother bag, it's not the old one. Run up on this roar, I'm clicking until it's over. Still a foot of snow on a mission to Minnesota. Come on, you know the drill. Hop in and hand it
2: over. Alright, rolling through a Friday. I feel like I'm not going to have a shot here. Yeah, you have no shot. This chance. does not sound familiar to this me. This
0: is not familiar to you I at like all. The, I like
2: the delivery though. It's got a certain pa- oh, yeah. It's got a certain pace to it, but it's also very patient. This like, dude's cool as hell. He is not rushing this at all. This is definitely at his speed. Who is it?
0: This is Larry June? Okay. Production by The Alchemist. Oh, okay. Your boy. Yep, yep. F that's delicious. Uh-huh. And Big Sean okay calisades california that's what it's called now is big sean part of the that f that's delicious group or is that no 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 no. no. big sean is why have i heard that name um he's made some hits okay. all right. from detroit baby daddy to janae aco so he's doing very well in this larry life.
2: june okay my with all due respect to larry so where's larry from
0: san francisco
2: okay from california Larry June just sounds like a pretty ordinary name for this world. Yeah. Oh, he's huge right now. But he's big? Yeah, he's huge. So this is a current big-time guy. Yeah. Okay. So he's
0: big because we're in an era where healthy living is cool. So he's always talking about drinking smoothies, eating Vegemite, and like... Is that right? Taking supplements and eating fish oil and stuff. So Uh, nobody's ever really said that in rap on a consistent basis. And he does that Majority of the time, wow, like paying for twenty dollars orange juice and stuff. <laughs> no, like, it's cool though, because it's at that very cool, just calm pace. You know what I'm saying?
2: Have you ever watched that show they have on Vice called The Most Expensivest? Yeah, with two chains. With two chains, yes. That is the weirdest, greatest idea for a show ever. Yeah, it's I like so that show. bizarre because they find things that even freak him out. Two Chains has witnessed a lot of weird things and and then they keep finding stuff that surprises him. That's
0: unbelievable. All right, so that's interesting. A healthy the healthy rap lifestyle, huh? Yeah. Wow. Like he's huge on it. Huge, yeah. Talks about like make sure you get your taxes done. Like what rapper talks about your taxes? <laughs> like we really rappers talk about blowing it, <laughs> blowing the bread. He's talking about like investing on that uh on that verse. Like, uh... Him and LeBron are cool. And he was like yeah, talk to LeBron about real estate. Like, wow. Man. Like, you're talking LeBron about real estate? That's what you're talking to LeBron about?
2: Make sure it's filed by April 1st. What? What What are you talking about?
0: It's cool, though. It works. I don't know how, but it works.
2: That is funny. Throw your hands in the air and wave them like you love kale. That's... That's what we're doing, Larry June, ladies and gentlemen, to go with the Beatles. You two, Johnny hates jazz and whiskey. Myers, that's a music festival I would attend. Plus a juvenile beat to start the hour with a little little with a little Lil Wayne thrown in. I think I did that right. Uh, it is Friday. We're finishing up March. We just talked to Jeff Ketchum. We talked to Stu Myrick from WrestleMania earlier today. Yes, pardon us, full grown men did talk professional wrestling earlier but I'm no, not ashamed. No, we're not ashamed. Um and Zay is going to try to not cry during the Rey Mysterio Dominic Mysterio match this weekend. It's very emotional <laughs> for him. He's no he feels like he's known Dominic his whole life. My whole
0: life. <laughs> what a bad kid just cussing out moms. Come on now. If I ever cussed out moms, of course my pops want to give me the hands.
2: For those that are going to check this thing out, I'm I'm interested. I've watched him wrestle a little bit. You want to talk about a match where one person is really going to be taking the other person through the match and trying to show them off? That's going to be wild to watch. Rey Mysterio trying to show off his kid. That's That's that whole match for Rey. And I don't know who ultimately gets that. I don't know if they let do you give Ray the win because Dominic's the heel in this discussion right now. Normally baby faces win at WrestleMania. They like to do a lot of babyface love for the crowd at WrestleMania. So I'm interested to see who gets that win and if Ray wants to sort of put Dominic over because Ray knows he's not wrestling for 10, 15 more years. Yeah, but he knows he wants Dominic to continue to build because that crowd hates Dominic. They hate him in, a, in the best way. Right. Because he's such a good heel right now. So how they work that match is fascinating to me. Uh, we did talk a little bit about that earlier. Right now, though, we need to talk about um, we're gonna talk about this crazy proposal story, but also there is a former Longhorn reason why today matters. We'll start there on March 31st. Here we go. Why today matters brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist 512-601-0303 or Sinus Snoring all right, from a third-party observer, I'll say this guy to me is one of the best Longhorns that I've covered in terms of maybe he's not the absolute best, you know, he's, he was really, really good. I'm not saying he's the absolute best athlete overall, but when you talk about a good guy, never getting in trouble, never remembering a, sto- a bad story, LaMarcus Aldridge to me, Zay, is right up there. I mean, just never a bad story, never some weird social media thing. Hey, did you see LaMarcus Aldridge was out there and wrecked a car? and blah. Like, it never happened. LaMarcus is retiring again today. He referenced the Tom Brady double retirement and said, like Tom Brady said, you only get one big emotional retirement. So I'm thankful for all the memories and kind of laid it out there. So LaMarcus Aldridge, 37 years old. Um, first and foremost, I hope he is healthy and well because he dealt with some things a couple years ago with that heartbeat issue. Hopefully he's good there, Zay, but LaMarcus Aldridge, man, as a Longhorn fan, that's one of those guys you gotta, you have to never worry about him carrying your flag around.
0: Absolutely, and the hell of a player at 6'11", foot. that jumper was automatic. Around 15 feet, 17, mm-hmm. 18 feet, you could not leave him open. I remember Rick Barnes, he made it a huge point when he was down here to get that ball over his head. And on that jump shot, so nobody could touch it. And yeah. once he did that, oh, unguardable. That changed, unguardable. Oh, oh, yeah. He was unguardable. And you feel bad for him during his NBA tenure because when he came into the league, he was really young and he wasn't quite that big number two that you need to win a championship. But the number one, something always happened. Brandon Roy. He that was supposed to be the next decade for the hmm. Portland Trail Blazers. Brandon Roy and LaMarcus Aldridge, Brandon Roy coming out of Washington, and he all all of a sudden started having knee problems and started becoming injury-prone. And then, once LaMarcus was toward the end of that Trail Blazers run, Dame Lillard comes in, but... I thought LaMarcus should have stuck around a little longer before going to San Antonio, but he was already there with Portland, so he was already frustrated, mm-hmm. and he didn't know what Dame was really going to be. Yeah, like he he had no idea Dame was gonna be this good, and that's unfortunate because he's like, okay, I don't know here, but I know what San Antonio could do, and goes to San Antonio expecting Kawhi Leonard to be there for the long haul. Zaza Pachulia, Kawhi gets disgruntled with the front office, that happens, he ends up leaving, winning a championship in Toronto. So, Lamarcus' whole career, it's been unfortunate, and he tried to find rings, but all those three stars that I just named, either something happened, injury-wise, or it just didn't happen fast enough for him. Hmm. So, hell of a career great player but i wish he would have maybe gotten that ring in san antonio or portland
2: yeah that's interesting stuff there uh yeah best uh best wishes to Lamarcus aldridge retiring for the second time today at the age of 37 all right zay tell the, me and the people i haven't heard this story yet what happened on a proposal okay i sent
0: it to you so check
2: it out oh okay it's on twitter yeah all it's on twitter
0: name. so this looks like Dodgers game. Okay. Oh, good lord. That uh, weird uh, stuff.
2: Weird stuff can always happen in yeah, a Dodgers game.
0: A Dude goes onto the field during the game. Oh no. And tries to propose to his wife, oh. yet she's like 50 feet, maybe 20, 30. I don't know. What is but she's in the stance and he's on the field trying to propose. What? As he's doing oh! that.
2: He gets
0: jacked. Oh, nice no. form tackle. Oh, great tackle. Derek Brooks will be man, so proud. That's that just elite level. Beautiful.
2: Yeah, man. You know what? To, to reference this weekend, that was like a Roman Reigns edge kind of spear. Nice little spear. Good spear.
0: Yeah. Good spear. Yeah, and then it just goes back to what are we doing? What a moron. Like, don't marry this guy. No, Whoever th- you are, I, don't marry him.
2: Yeah, we don't get a good shot of who this lady is. I'm assuming he's, uh, if it is a a woman he's asking to marry him. I don't care who it is he's asking. The answer's no. The answer's no. It's a big no. Ma'am, wherever you are, you can do better than dude on a knee illegally at a Dodgers game, you know, trespassing to give the – oh, my God, the fact that he doesn't see it coming is brilliant.
0: So the ring can't be cheap. I hope it's not cheap. Oh, my God, it's but so good. Do you knock him out and take the ring too, or you let him keep the ring? you Are Are we going over what the cops are thinking? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. He's dumb enough to do this. That's a lot of money on that field. It It'll would, make them think twice about what we're trying to do here. It would have to go into evidence. They'll send a message to everybody thinking yeah. that this is okay. Like, yo, that ring, 5G's. They took it.
2: Oh, man, I am retweeting this with just awesome hit right now because it was so good. I'm at Hastings 1049 Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. Please go take a look at this video. Show it to your children. If you have a kid that is dating someone, specifically if you have a son that is dating someone right now and he loves sports and he's ever said to you, you know it would be really cool, Dad? You know what would be awesome, Mom, if I proposed at a game and you've obviously tried to counsel him against it because it's dumb, show him this video. Show him this video tonight and say this is what can happen when you take it too far.
0: Yeah, homeboy probably thought, you know what, I'm proposing. They're going to be lenient with me. They're not going to come cold clock me.
2: Has he never been to a Dodgers game? I mean – any team, but he's in. You're in Los Angeles, man. Yeah,
0: it's a little dangerous sometimes.
2: I mean, just if you're one, one of the biggest dogs in this world, you're in LA, you're in New York, you're in Chicago. Don't do it anywhere. They shouldn't do it anywhere. By the way, if you try to do this at a Tampa Bay game, they'll bring a table out for you. They they won't notice. They may not even know. You could propose to five people. You're at a Dodgers game. Come on, man. Run out onto the outfield, turn and get hit a knee, and like you said, she's how far away? About 20, 30
0: feet. Screw Apparently uh- she said yes. Somebody on the Specs text line has told us. What? That's love. That's some serious love. She knows he's dumb though. Oh God. That yes. must be part of the charm. Yeah. Whew.
2: I know there's no well, I know there's no prenup one way. There yeah. might be a prenup the other way. At this point, she can probably get him to sign anything, anything she wants. But great hit, though. Oh, my God, what a hit. Great hit. Well done by that cop. Yeah, Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson,
0: look up oh boy. Just see if he wants a 10-day.
2: Yeah, the Rock, uh, Edge, uh, you know, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Why didn't I bring up Brock? Brock Lesnar might be the best spearer of my lifetime, that was a hell of a spear,
0: well, oh boy, he looks a little small. The security guard that hit him. So National Football League, that's a little bit much. but xFL, USFL, man, with God. that type of form.
2: And if you look carefully just before he hits him, the guy catches him in his peripheral vision, yeah, out the left side, but he has no chance to move. Oh, it's so good. I'm gonna watch that so many times tonight. All right, uh, there's why today matters for us. Please be careful on the proposals. Couple quick birthday notes. Tomorrow would have been the 40th birthday of the best safety I've ever seen in my life. Sean Taylor. Rest in peace. He would have been 40. He died in 07. Terrible story. Played at Miami. Again, best safety I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Happy birthday uh, to the memory of the great Sean Taylor tomorrow. Um, Also tomorrow, it's WrestleMania weekend. Logan Paul going to be involved in a match, and he's 28 tomorrow. Also, for you acting freaks, Christopher Walken is 80 years old King of New York. today. That's right. He's so good. Love Christopher Walken. and, Zay, since you did review Back in Black this week, we should tell the folks that Angus Young is 68 years old today, the talented guitar uh, the guitar uh, legend from ACDC. There you go. Happy birthday, Angus. Happy birthday to Angus Young, ACDC, back out on tour with Brian Johnson. Very cool. All right, stems and seeds coming up before we get out of here. We got a couple things uh, that we will get you if you missed the Texas Tech story they hired a new men's basketball coach we'll tell you who it is next on the horn
0: no stress no C's, no stems no sticks
2: brought to you by av consultations 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com uh here's an announcement for you Grady Dick of Kansas is entering the NBA draft Zay Grady Dick where's he coming up on mock drafts right now
0: uh, first round. Yeah? Yeah, some have him in the lottery. I don't think he'll be that, but 6'8", 19, with that pure form that he has. Very intriguing prospect. And he's way more athletic than people give him credit to. They didn't get the hatred that you would think he no. would have gotten this year.
2: Does he want to guard anybody? Does he play D? Uh, um, or is he going to be one of those guys that's just an – He'll get exposed. He's an assassin from outside. Yeah, no, he'll, on, he'll on get the, exposed. On the other end, he's a liability. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, also, Texas Tech hired a, a new men's basketball coach today, Grant McCaslin. Congrats to North Texas, by the way, for winning the NIT. And then Texas Tech gets Grant McCaslin. So, there you go. And Zay made fun of Texas Tech for doing this earlier. Yeah, good get.
0: Good get. I just thought Mark Adams was the guy. What happened?
2: Yeah, that didn't yeah work. it didn't
0: work out, huh? Didn't mm-hmm. work out well. Oh,
2: interesting. Didn't work out well. Is it going to work out for Anthony Richardson, you think, in the NFL?
0: Man, that's so hard to tell. It really is. He, I hope it works, man. I do, too. He has all the intangibles. Just can he make those... 15-yard out routes, those comeback routes, those tight little gaps like you and I are looking for him to do, not just those backflips like we talked about earlier. If he could do that, then shoots. He's going straight to Canton.
2: Yeah, all the stuff we hear about him being an old soul, being a leader, being a guy people will follow. All that stuff works as long as he's willing to put that work in. Uh it, it could be a while, it could be a really really cool story. Yo, you heard him talk. He got that very white. Well, I'm saying yeah, yeah, he's got that great bass in his yeah. voice. He's right, got an okay. he's got an old man feel to him in a good way, right? I mean, he's got the an older soul feel to him and if it works, you don't have a lot of wear and tear on that body right now. Right. And it's a big body to start with. He's 6'4", 240 whatever it is and he went freaky on the combine. He's got that frame and I think he had like a 10 foot 9 broad jump. Like <laughs> And the vert was over 4 the vert was a record
0: for quarterbacks.
2: What, 40 and a half?
0: Yeah. Something like that? Yep. Dude's amazing. 40 and a half inch vertical. 4-4, four, four, stupid. Just incredible stuff, man.
2: All right, everybody have a great weekend. Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Harge. Texas baseball at 6 o'clock, so a five forty-five pregame. Enjoy the Final Four. We'll be back on Monday to talk championship games and get another week started. It'll be April. Everybody be safe out there this weekend.
1: See ya!